should write a book, Fry. People need to know about the can eat more. I'm getting this book on UFOs. Did you know they're real? But there's a huge comic conspiracy to cover it up. Oh, that's just a paranoid fantasy. I want to be a book. You can pick me up, flip through my pages, make sure nobody drew wieners in me. Hello and welcome to the Not Your Grandmother's Book Club podcast, where we read them so you don't have to, because we just need enough money to pay for this Nigerian prince's plane ticket to the U.S. My name is Kevin, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Benedict, who has some Iraqi currency to sell you. (laughs) Benedict, what's a question you would like me to ask you? Uh, Do you know what the Iraqi currency is? (laughs) The dinar, yeah. as a matter yeah, of fact. I, I Do you that. know why I know that because the Iraqi currency big, is the dinar? Because the dinar is going to be the next store of wealth. Because conspiracy. of the Iraqi dinar scam. Yeah. scam. I wanted you to ask me that question because I knew the answer. <laughs> That's what your question was. What's the question you know what? that you would like me to ask? It is very rare that, that you are familiar with a conspiracy theory or something on that level that I bring up. I'm very proud of you for Thank knowing you. about the Iraqi dinar scam. Yeah, I think I'm very proud of you. I, mostly I pretend not to know so that you have to explain it to me and then it educates the audience. <laughs> In a subtle yeah. way where it feels like I am the one being educated. That, you know what? It's the whole conceit of the show, Kevin. I don't know if I told that you. That is a pretty great way to try and sound like you know everything all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you a point for Thank that you. one. You deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> What's a question you would like me to ask you? How are you feeling today, Kevin? How are you feeling today, and, Kevin? And and <laughs> you can't get repeat. And you can't repeat after immediately after. Let, it, saying, breathe let it breathe for a moment, for a moment Benedict. <laughs> and would you please stop copying yes. me? <laughs> and what's your favorite cheese? Okay. How are you feeling today, Kevin? And you can't just say everything I said immediately after. What's your favorite <laughs> cheese? Well, I'm feeling just wonderful. And my favorite cheese, and this is this is hashtag basic, sharp cheddar. Okay. I could eat a block of sharp cheddar. Real cheddar or American cheddar? Real cheddar. Real cheddar. Like cheddar from Cheddar Gorge in the UK. Fuck Cheddar Gorge UK. Tilla fucking muck cheddar. Okay. Tilla muck red plastic wrapped cheddar. That is not. That is I, real you goddamn might cheddar. might fucking say that's not real cheddar. <laughs> Because I could eat an entire one again. Block it's called cheddar because it comes cheddar. from Cheddar Gorge in the UK. That is, I don't give right. a shit. Well, you're I really don't wrong. care. It tastes great. That's fine. It tastes really I'm good. I'm sure it does. It's not cheddar. Well, that's all in the eye of the beholder mm-hmm. now, isn't it? Uh, anyways, you probably know. Lucky I caught you drinking out of your water, so you couldn't interrupt me. Mm-hmm. That this is the show where we do stuff, but some people might not. Yeah, know. That, what is that, that stuff, stuff that we do? Yeah. And to them, I would say, this is the show where we go deep, 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 to plumb the depths of right-wing thought by reviewing a chapter from a work of conservative nonfiction. In between, taking a look at other examples of the right, doing their best to make America hate again. Bennett, start us off. Do you have a hot take for us this week? Oh, absolutely not. No, I completely <laughs> forgot we were recording the second episode now. And uh, no, it should be that I shouldn't have to do hot takes twice in a row if uh, we're recording two don't. episodes in a, in a day. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Come back to me, I'll think of one. <laughs> Well, mine, Benedict, uh, is that uh, somebody pleading the fifth is not a sign that they are guilty of a crime. Oh. But a billionaire pleading the fifth usually is. Okay. I was going to say, so you're taking Donald Trump's side. 
no, I'm taking the side that Donald Trump is probably yeah, fucking yeah, no, guilty. I know. I know. Um, okay, my 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 hot take, which is related, is that all of this is so funny. Like this might be the funniest <laughs> three days on Twitter that there have. You know what? I've been going back and forth between this is fucking hilarious. No, it's the right's having a meltdown. And the other side of it, I am fucking horrified because this was the slightest, tiniest little feathers touch they needed to catapult down the hill into full-scale fascism. Because that is what they have called for since Donald Trump was raided. Yeah, they fortunately, have they're, for all, they're all too big a pussies to do anything about it, and they're just calling well, for other people to do it. I can tell it. you one man with a, mail gun, a nail gun who's not. Yeah, wasn't. Well, wasn't. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, Benedict... On to housekeeping yep. this week. Uh, remember to rate and review us on the iTunes we, we and all the other say, places where you can. We should say that this is we're recording like two weeks ahead of time for this one because I'm yeah. going away. Well, I was so, going to get okay, to that in the right. fucking update we'll section if you would calm your ass a oh, moment. Oh, my God. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you can leave us five <laughs> Don't stars. Talk slowly. Follow now. us on social and media, by which I mean Twitter, by which I mean at NYGBC Pod, but not at NYGBC yeah, Ben. I'm not a Because good that follower. one sucks. <laughs> Updates this week. One update, really, and that is, of course, that we are recording this immediately after we finish recording last week's episode because Benedict is going on another goddamn vacation because that seems to be all he does. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, yeah, this this might be completely out of date no, by the time you hear it. No, this is going to be a historical document. <laughs> it's sort of a time capsule, if you will, because when I went looking for clips to put together for this episode for our Prager Roulette... Um, you know, what had just happened, but the only thing anybody will be talking about for the next week, and then, you know, by the time you hear this, all the talking points will have changed 100%, um, and no one will actually be talking about it anymore, because we live in hell world. Mm -hmm. uh, so, that's the way it is, that's the way it was, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. But, we do have a clip show for you today, yeah. and it is, sadly, as much as I tried to get some other stuff, mainly gonna be about the raid on Donald Trump's house. So, that's what's going on. We have, though, some inductees into the Spooky World New World Order. Um, and those are people... Some people sent me suggestions for clips they wanted us to do, even if I couldn't do them. Um, and one person who I think sent me a clip that I used on the last episode, but I forgot to give a shout-out on that episode, so I'm doing it here. Uh, so, of course... Mockingbird Nation mm -hmm. has really wanted us to do the Patriot Front white supremacist group training videos. I did watch that video and I did struggle to sit still. So <laughs> it is hilarious. It is fucking hilarious. But it just doesn't really work on an audio audio medium. No, because yeah, I don't, you would Kevin, need a Kevin video for that. I can't see whenever we do these. Kevin plays in through his sound system, and I'm not watching the video at the same time, so I am only ever reacting to the to the noises. So right. just like random right. grunts and thrusts doesn't really work <laughs> so well. In an audio medium. Benedict would be very confused I be... if I just started playing random grunts and yeah, thrusts. I have to deal with that enough of the time anyway. <laughs> and so much of that gets edited out. Don't talk about DJ Khaled like that. But still, Bacaw, you are now part of our... Blue World Spooky World Order. And also, a thank you to Isaac Horvat at Gator Gaming on Twitter, uh, who sent me, I believe, the clip I used for Mark Levin from last week's episode. Um, I used it then, even though I could have put it in the clip show, because timeline-wise it made sense, because we now have a clip from Mark Levin almost immediately after what happened in that clip for today's show. So, Gator Gaming, you're now part of our... Blue World Spooky World Order. And with all that out of the way, Benedict, why don't we get into the meat 
as it were, of this week's episode. The meat and which two is, potatoes. Course, can I have two potatoes too? <laughs> how can you have your potatoes if you haven't eaten any meat? No, I don't fair. know. How that works. Meat and two veg. I need a meat and two veg. <laughs> Okay. But we have better than for you this week. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Hell videos. Yeah. Uh, we are just going to do the old game where I give you, uh, you pick a number, I pull up a video, we want I pick four um, every time until no four <laughs> exists. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> but Benedict, right now, why don't you give me one, pick one, one to eight. Four. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> this. This is a PragerU video oh, we are starting fuck off Fuck yeah. With. Start off strong. Yeah. This is presented by Inez Stefan. Okay. Ste- Ste- uh, Stepman. Sorry. Stepman. I didn't read. I read that M as an H for some reason. Uh, and this is titled The Student Loan Forgiveness Scale. Oh, great. Love this. Let's go. Good stuff. Let's see how it goes. It's hard to imagine how we could screw up higher education any more than we already have. But we're about to mm. if we make student loan forgiveness a reality. Sure. There's a Latin phrase that helps explain why. The phrase is qui bono. <laughs> what? Okay, but I'm sure you have awareness of the cultural consciousness enough that you know when somebody on the right says qui bono, they're about to tell you a conspiracy theory of theirs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that, Always. I mean, that's just, Every who, time. Who, who benefits? Yes. Right? Yes. But that's okay. She's, she's starting to, off strong. To whom the benefits? Mm-hmm. Let's see where she goes. Who benefits? That, yeah. Okay. In the case of student loan forgiveness, it's first and foremost the colleges and universities who can charge outrageous tuition largely paid for by student loans. Second, no, politicians who make cheap promises of debt forgiveness to win votes. No, no. Pause and third, it. students from upper middle class families who would get taxpayers to pay off their student debt. Okay. So those okay. are her three. That that might. Be Do you have an issue with the ranking or the no, selection? Because well, I, I will I will agree with her that those three groups do benefit from student loan forgiveness. I, I, no, so what I was going to say is those are the people who, th- those are the groups that most undeservedly benefit. Those are the groups sure. that undeservedly benefit from student loan forgiveness. Sure. Colleges Notice charge too she much. didn't provide anyone else who benefits beyond those three groups. No, exactly, and that's the thing. Like the people who actually benefit and who the policy is for. Is for the people who borrowed eighty thousand and are still paying back two hundred and fifty thousand dollars later mm-hmm. and cannot. And there is a thing you see this all the time on the right where they characterize everyone who is in college as upper middle class white people. It's ridiculous. Which is abjectly not the case. Like I went to uh, certainly that is a large probably an out of step with its with its proportion of the population at large is uh, proportion of the college population. But by no means is that a uh, you know, the the reality of everyone is um, upper middle class white people and she didn't mention anybody else who would benefit. No. And by no means is that not, is that the only group of people who benefit? Like, right, there are plenty of people who had to take out loans to go to college. The vast majority of upper middle class white people. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, if you're an upper middle class white person, in a lot of cases, your parents paid for your fucking mm-hmm. college. And you're not worried about student loan forgiveness. Like, by the way, my little brother, who, by the way, nothing wrong. You took advantage of a great system where our parents paid for you to go to college. Mm-hmm. I had to take out loans for my shit, so I'm going to hold that over you for the rest of my life. Your parents hate it you. It might be my fault that I had to take out loans to go to college, but still, I'm going to hold it over you for the rest of my life. Who doesn't benefit? Everyone else. That includes those who didn't go to college, and a new class of suckers, people who went to college and paid off their student loans. So that is not the everyone else. There are no. more everyone else's than just those two. But also, everyone who didn't go to college does still benefit. 
And everyone who went to college and paid off their student loans also still benefits. Yeah. For I can list at least two reasons since she gave us two there. Number one, are you playing with the fucking cat right I, now? I have to because otherwise he's going to yell. You are playing with the fucking cat right no, now. No, I really. have to because he j- he's going to yell if I, if I don't. And then you'll have to edit <laughs> out the meows. So I'm trying to, trying to make life okay. easier for you. Okay. But number one is that everyone who didn't go to college and that group of people who paid off their loans, uh, those people benefit from society having more people who have gone to and graduated from college. That is a benefit to society as much as the right would not like you to think so. Yeah. Having people who are educated is a benefit to society. For sure. Just period. End of story. Second, it's a great boon to the economy, as it were, Mm -hmm. if all these people now have more expendable income in this consumption-based hell world we live in. Yeah. Um, One sec. I have a scratch on my leg where he scratched me. I'm just going to go put some Neosporin on it. Wow. I know. Benedict has cat scratched the fever. This is staying in the episode. Literally, yeah. Staying in the episode. He's back. And Student loan forgiveness is ever. reverse Robin Hood. It takes from the poor and gives to the rich. No. On what fucking planet? That's that's what student loans do. <laughs> yeah. The most obvious argument against forgiving student debt is that no one forced anybody to borrow money for college. Why then should others be forced that's to pay so it off? That's so stupid. You, the whole fucking system forces you to borrow money to go to college. Yeah. It's If you want societal advancement... You in the United States, largely you must go to college. Therefore, it is a gateway. Ah, oh, Jesus. Before you think I'm going to go all tough love on you, let me say, I have a lot of sympathy for young people who have dug themselves into the student debt hole. I don't believe her. I just don't Do believe think she her. she has student debt or had student debt? Uh, she's doing a video for PragerU, so if it wasn't paid off before, it is by now. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. Hmm. For decades, our society has made the claim that you need a college degree to get ahead in life. Yeah. And that the smart bet was to take out any amount of loans to ensure a bright future. And if you need help with the tuition, Uncle Sam, the U.S. government, stands at the ready with his generous student loan programs. Just fill out a few forms, and presto, there's a check in your mailbox. Well, You're off really to college. Well, the government, right? It's the private loans that are the problem a lot of the time. Well, A, a that's not how it actually happens. You don't actually get a check. The money goes straight to the college, and mm-hmm. then any remainder funds are dispersed to you by the college to pay for to it, you know, that other Living stuff costs, like yeah. housing and whatnot. Uh, and B, yeah, I have all federal student loans. I'm lucky like that. Private student loans are a fucking racket. Yeah. Off fucking racket which is i'm sure what this lady would like to force everyone mm-hmm. into because i know nothing about her but i'm just gonna assume uh in my assumption of bad faith on her part that she's some sort of shill for the private student loan lending industry mm-hmm. or something like that that's just my assumption yep you end up on prager you you deserve bad faith assumptions mm-hmm. but here's the dirty secret for every dollar of student loan money the government makes available university tuition goes up by 60 cents would you be in favor of capping tuition costs then? She should be. Because I would. I fucking would. Colleges and universities don't see college loans as a problem. They see a gravy train. That's fa- I mean, that's Most a college- fair point. It is. It is. But also, the assumption that goes into part of their part of the analysis is they don't think that colleges actually give anything to students. They don't think that there's any benefit received from going to college mm-hmm. because you can just become a PragerU Plus member or whatever the fuck they call it. Well, they're it. just training leftists, Kevin. Right, that's of course. Know. That's all it is. We know. That's all it is. Yeah, I went to Berkeley. I know how it is. Uh-huh. 
college administrators may be cowards ready to cave before every politically correct fad, but they're not dumb. If the government is going to loan you money to go to college, they can raise tuition virtually at will. You can afford it, just borrow more. And what do the universities do with all that tuition money? Build more buildings, hire more administrators. Hey, somebody has to pay for all those diversity, equity, and inclusion officers, oh right? My oh, of course. Yeah, racism yeah. has to come next into it. To, of course, she's got to be a I'm fucking racist. One. Yeah, yeah. So they just build more buildings in which to hold more classes and programs and hire more administrators, also assumedly professors, although, of course, she's not going to mention that part of it. Yeah, this lady's this lady's Colleges do giant. suck, though. Gen- like generally, like they don't, I look. They- I don't look. There is a a long-standing tradition of UC Berkeley students, uh, which I experienced in my time there, which is hating the fucking administration because mm-hmm. they're the fucking man, and I'm down with that. I am down with hating the man, all about it. Uh, but these people don't have any real solutions. No, their solutions are gonna like. I, I kind of want to. I'm gonna skip forward just because I want to see. If she gets to some solutions. Okay, I know you said you want to be done with this. No, no, do, I want that, to see what, do that, do that. What's her fucking solution? Top 20% of earners, the lawyers, accountants, and doctors who borrowed heavily for their degrees. Okay, but so I, I'm assuming what she's talking about there is that top 20% are going to benefit more. But yeah. the all the discussions of student loan forgiveness have all included like income caps and things mm-hmm. and, you know, means testing and stuff like that. So, yeah, fuck you. Upending institution after institution. For this managerial class, student loan forgiveness would be great. You're not allowed to use the phrase managerial class. Yeah. You Lady, in particular you are, the are not allowed. Managerial class. <laughs> student debt is a real problem, and it requires some real solutions. But blanket loan forgiveness makes everything worse and rewards exactly those actors who have had such a large hand in creating the crisis, especially the opportunistic universities and politicians. Mm. Instead, we should focus on three common sense okay. reforms. One, reduce college tuition and availability of student loan funds going forward. Okay. okay. So she does want to cap. That's fine. I'm all right with that. Well, she didn't say that. She just said reduce college tuition. Mm-hmm. I don't, she, she has not said yet how she presumes to do that, but she didn't actually say it, but you can tell from the graphic that what she meant with that second word, second thing was mm. reduce the amount of government student loans. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's very By clear. which she means that, reduce yeah. the authorization of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, so she wants private student loans. I'm assuming that's where we're going with this. Mm -hmm. We have to break the vicious cycle of ever-increasing tuition and ever-increasing government loans to pay for it. Two, we should target limited relief to lower- and middle-class Americans who have been sold a bill of goods about the value of an expensive university degree, not the lawyers, accountants, and bureaucrats who have already benefited from the system. Okay, Bureaucrats are fucking middle class people. Mm. Don't try and put them in. I am a lawyer. I am a lawyer. I make a shitload of money. I make more money than I should ever make. That's I don't true. know what to do with it. I seriously don't. I'd make a lot of fucking donations to organizations I like because I feel fucking horrible about it. Mm-hmm. But bureaucrats don't make nearly as much as I do. They yep. just don't. Uh, that's some horseshit. Three. Relief should come from rich universities, not middle-class taxpayers. Oh, shit. Socialism? Yeah. Is she getting to socialism? Yeah, yeah. She sure. wants Yale and Harvard to give up parts of their, their endowments? You know what? I'm down. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> Let's, Let's fucking go. do it. All right. I think we're done with this I video. She doesn't are. have anything interesting to, no, that, to say. I mean, that's fine. If she wants to do that, that's absolutely well, fine. Well, I think also me. part of it is I don't believe that she would actually be in favor of these no. things. If you were to, to propose a bill to cap tuition at X college, 
right? And, or, you know, the University of California yeah, that's system. That's a free market. You can't mess with that. Nah, yep, nah, nah. some shit like that. She'd be against it because their real thing is about stopping people Depends from going to college. college. I bet she'd be fine with it at Berkeley, but not maybe, at, like... Maybe, Well, she wants, that, she wants people to stop going to college because they're getting indoctrinated into leftism. They just need Prager University. That's all they need. So next video, Benedict, one through seven, what do you have? Uh, I have four. You dick. Number four, Benedict, you're going to pay for this one. Jesse Waters. Are you familiar with oh, the man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, this is Jesse Waters. A clip from, what is the date on this? The fourth of this month, uh, 2022, where he claims that uh, some stuff about New York City. So that's why I picked it, because you are a current inhabitant mm-hmm. of that great city. Let's see what Jesse has to say. Rules and laws are how we keep order. Without them, we have total chaos, as you just saw. Unfortunately, that's what's happening in New York City right now. Can you pause it? Somewhere along the line. Um, My neighbor needs to borrow a knife. One sec. (laughs) Okay. Wow. A lot of disruption in this episode. I know. And they are all staying in. They're all staying in. This is going to take like five minutes. To bring him a knife? Yeah. Are you going to stab him too? Yeah. Give me a sec. Okay, hey, if you had stumbled back into the room pretending to have just been stabbed, I would have given you some points at least <laughs> at least for for effort on it. Oh, sorry, but, uh, sorry, all right. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, sorry. This on. week on Short Attention Span Theater, uh, mm-hmm. we return to the clip I was about to play when Ben had yeah. to leave the room for the second time on the episode. Mm-hmm. That won't be the last either. Mm. Rules and laws are how we keep order. Without him, we have total chaos, as you just saw. Unfortunately, sure. what, what that's what's happening in New York City right now. Somewhere chaos. along the line, the city... That's not a very small government thing to say, is it? No. It's not at all. ...decided it no longer needed rules. Law and order has become meaningless here. Why? Because when you make everything about race, nothing else matters. The Big Apple has moved to defund the police and has abandoned cash bail. Benedict, has the Big Apple moved to defund the police? Kevin, it has not. <laughs> Benedict, does anybody call it the Big Apple? No, okay. they do not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Socialists, the big like city AOC where dreams the- are made. <laughs> the system was racist. Bail was racist. Policing is racist. Even prisons are racist. Yeah. AOC and the sure rest that. of the Democrats demanded that NYC empty Rikers Island, which houses some of the city's most violent offenders. And- uh-huh. What else does it house, Benedict? In- the inhumanity, <laughs> literally. Does it house people who have conditions. not yet been convicted of a crime and are awaiting trial and therefore and often, presumed innocent until proven up, guilty? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Often or sometimes held there situations. for extended periods of time in solitary confinement and end up dying of suicide after they're released. Yep. Does that sort of thing happen on Rikers? It, it does. Yes, it does. It does and yes, has does. famously. If you don't know what I'm talking about, how did you find this show? Yeah. Google Khalif Browder. Mm-hmm. And then stop building jails altogether. It is not acceptable for us to use jails as garbage, garbage, dispo, garbage uh, uh, bins for human beings. It is not a place. Okay, that that was a he, weird clip. I, my assumption, whenever someone on Fox News or whatever plays a clip of someone on the left, there is an inherent I disagree with every word that is coming out of this person. Yeah, mind. I think that's what they're saying. So the assumption is. is that Jesse thinks we should use jails as human garbage bins. Oh, yeah. That is the okay. the fundamental idea. Just yeah. wanted to check and make sure I had that down. Yeah, yeah. 
place for us to throw people for whom we don't want to invest in the actual holistic issues of their lives. If we want to reduce violent crime, if we want to reduce the number of people in our jails, the answer is to stop building more of them. So for one thing there, he cut that clip off, right? Clip off, right? And she was oh, still wow. talking. That, that was a Freudian Ooh, slip if I ever heard one. Wait. Jesus Christ. You know, I think he and the Taliban do have a lot in common, though. Yeah, that's uh, true. But he cut that clip off as she was still moving her mouth. Audio stopped also, before she stopped talking. Also, it is true that if you want less people to be in jail, you shouldn't build more rooms to put people in. Also, like, I assume that is she's about wrong. to start talking about reforms to reduce recidivism, yeah. rate, recidivism rates yeah, yeah, and yeah. reduce the number of people who end up in prison in the first place. And we're in the sort of life, lifestyle, or not lifestyle, but the sort of life conditions that lead one to be a uh, uh, committing crimes and things like that. Also, her statement there contradicted what he said earlier that they want to eliminate jails and prisons entirely because yep. she just talked about reducing the amount of people in prisons. Mm -hmm. So he's a very dumb man. Let's see he what is, he has yeah. to say about that. Sure. The progressives pushed and weak leaders like Bill de Blasio caved and now here we are. This <laughs> Benedict. I'm here. I'm listening. Is your mayor currently Bill de Blasio? <laughs> No. Okay. Is this from now? This is from, oh, less than 10 days ago. Okay, so our, our current mayor is ex-cop Eric Adams. Yeah, yeah, but he, so, he wants to talk about Bill de Blasio. Well, Bill the de Blasio city. is still around for some reason and running for Congress, stuff I think. stuff with hot dogs, he... that's all I see yeah, about the guy, yeah. He's become Thunderdome. Bad guys are no longer afraid of the police. Instead, they just fight them. There's also this thing that happens with the right where they treat anyone... Well, let's be honest about what they're doing. They treat black people as a criminal class yeah. that is just inclined to crime. That's that's. I what actually, doing. I I also think there is going to be some uh, revisionism of of Bill De Blasio, and people are going to realize mm. that he wasn't as bad as everyone thought he was at the time he was in office. No, he did suck though. He did suck. Yeah. So now he's just playing a clip of a fight that some cops are involved in. Did they start the fight? Because I don't know, because he didn't play the beginning of it. Someone just punched a cop and ran open off. season on cops. How open can you keep season. the streets safe when you have to fight an entire neighborhood off just to make an arrest? Well, maybe you shouldn't fucking be there trying to make that arrest. Maybe we should have a different way for this to work. Maybe if you listened to AOC and didn't cut off what she was about to say next, we could create a situation where there are fewer crimes being committed in the first place, and then we wouldn't need you to be there. Maybe that's a possibility, huh? Yeah. Oh, now we get another another one. Now we get another video of I don't know what the fuck because it's completely out of it's a Twitter video of a cop yelling at someone and then someone punches the cop. This is relevant. I no. All right, that's enough of Jesse Waters. Yeah, Jesse Waters is an incredibly boring human being who I just I don't have the time for. Benedict, six videos left. One to six. What'll you have? Uh, three. Ooh, you didn't go four this time. Fate you out. All right. Number three, Benedict. Oh, we're back to our boy, Mark Levin. Oh, so this yeah. is from not long after. He had a meltdown because the music came on to shut him off and put Sean Hannity's show on. And he was staring fucking daggers at Sean when that happened. He was more furious than I have ever yeah, seen. Yeah, okay. I could hear it in his voice. Yeah. So let's see what he has to say now on Sean's show. And with reaction to all the big news tonight, the host of Life, Liberty, and Levin, uh, and of course, uh, I call him the great one, also nationally syndicated radio host, Mark Levin, great one. I think Sean is sucking up to him because he knows Abs how mad Mark was. Absolutely the fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he has never called him the great one in his <laughs> fucking life. One, these are troubling times. Um, I worry about our country. I quoted you the other night, and I'll quote you again. We're living in a post-constitutional America. That mm. should fright. Wow, there is so much sucking up going on here. And every American, and it should also motivate every American to pay attention to this November and House races and Senate races because it matters. Sean, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like he's about to launch to Sean. <laughs> I'm not angry anymore. I'm just disappointed. You know. <laughs> that is basically where he's at. God, I wish this was a visual format so you can that see what's going tone. on on Mark's face. It's so beautiful. Folks out there need to understand that the Democrat Party is an evil force. Whether How it was slaves. Is that not, look, we've been hearing that very rhetoric for 20 years from Fox I know, News. but that's a lot on, like, a, just a, on Sean Hannity's show. Like, I know that they all say this, but that, like, it that still is a hits hard, you as harsh. evil, yeah. yeah. Because we know the kind of things that, we know what that rhetoric leads to. It leads to a guy with a nail gun going to the FBI. Mm -hmm. That's, and an AR-15. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. what it leads to. But they don't care. It leads to January 6th. They don't care. Yep slavery or segregation, whether it was uh, its marriage with the Klan, whether it was Jim Crow and so forth, is a very evil... You got anything post, I don't know, let's say 1969 for us, Marky? Probably you got not. anything? I don't think he really does. Force. Oh, Vietnam. They don't support the founding. They don't support the founders. They don't support the founding documents. They resent the limits the Constitution places on them. We have to fight for our Bill of Rights every day, whether it's free speech, freedom of association, freedom of religion, the right to bear arms, due process, to take... I don't recall Sorry. freedom of association being something that anyone on the right has mentioned in any way recently. No, it's because they, they, they just don't have any friends anymore. So they're like, I want to, people shouldn't be allowed to tell me that I'm not allowed to hang out with them. That is a better theory than I have, that Mark got banned from Starbucks and he wants to claim that he is trying to associate with the patrons inside the Starbucks, but the Starbucks won't allow him. The takings clause, federalism. They object to it all. They want to pack the court. They want to destroy the Supreme Court. They, as I speak, are protesting the justices in their summer places where they are right now. The border's wide open. They won't tell us why, it's but not. we know why. Uh, you have... Oh, that's why? a great replacement. Tell, you tell us why. That's great replacement right there. But we, we knew, we already knew Mark pushes the great replacement. We already knew that. That's nothing new for us. Crime in the streets through the roof. But this is the gravest attack on our republic in modern history. They are attacking. The, the search warrant served on Mar-a-Lago. Yep. After all that stuff he just listed. You have to remember the that this greatest is the, this, attack. This is what he's going to bat for. Is yeah. a search warrant being served on Donald Trump? Not January sixth. Yeah. Yep. Attacking a former president of the United States who is poised to announce that he's running again against the man who's having him investigated. And do not tell me that Joe Biden didn't know what's going on any more than Obama didn't know about Russia collusion. That is BS. He'd be the only guy in the world that didn't know. This was a careful. So, so Mark, um, why didn't you tell us that this was happening before uh, on your radio show, before the day that it happened, if, if everyone knew? Why didn't you tell us, Mark? 
Could it be because you're trying to come up with ex post facto no, justifications Mark, for everything that's didn't happening? Have a big enough, Mark didn't have a big enough platform to tell us. Ah, only his millions of viewers and yeah, millions yeah. of listeners. That's yep. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carefully laid plan. Let me explain to the American people what's going on here. Since a law degree is worth about three cents, but I was chief of staff to an attorney general. I'm telling you what's going on here. A law degree, a law degree is not worth no, I can tell you in some degree. place it's worth $300,000. Yeah. They have to <laughs> Maybe your law they degree, went for a warrant Mark and Lillard. not a subpoena. They have to explain what the urgency of the issue was. Did they have evidence something was being destroyed or, remo or, or removed? They better have evidence that this was a very substantial crime to do this to a former United States with 30 FBI agents. Let me tell you Pause why. It. Do you think maybe they do? then if yeah. like they had another yeah, option but possible? chose not to take it again this is a few days yeah. before today when the uh warrant yeah. uh, was released so we'll see i'm pretty soon in the future i'm sure what mark has pivoted to uh now that mm. there are lists of box of top secret and secret documents on that list it's probably just going to be that <laughs> the really fbi's funny line that these boxes are just labeled top secret oh. documents well i that's think that's so how funny. they described them in the receipt uh, but, I, know, uh, I, know, I, I mean, uh, I'm sure Mark will just go to the FBI's lying. The guy who went to the Cincinnati office with a gun is a false flag. They have no aversion to conspiracies if it suits their purpose. None, none whatsoever. So I have no faith. But that's uh, that's about all we need of Mark. I think that was okay. a good little bit of fun. So that brings us down sure. to five videos remaining. What will you have? <sighs> Give me three in the middle. Number three, three Benedict. Oh, this one's so great. This is okay. our boy Art Thompson of the John Birch Society. Oh, God, we're going to get about 15 seconds into this before I walk out the room again. And, and I mean, it's not so much an overextended metaphor this time. It is that Art doesn't know how to explain something except on a preschool level. And he has to spend far longer than the explanation really needs to explain it. So this is lovely. This video is titled Arming Today's Patriots. And it is sure. from... July 30th, 2022. Would you like to be treated by a doctor who's gone through extensive education okay, and training? It. His voice is giving, have you been injured in an accident <laughs> at work? I swear, every time I listen to him, all I think is, oh my God, Art, your mouth is so wet. There's so much <laughs> liquid in your mouth. Put some cotton balls in your cheeks, buddy. You gotta get rid of some of that. Or one who learned the profession from crib notes and is now ready to go to work on you. Would you like to have repairs done to on to your on you. by a person who has just seen a video about his profession? Okay, or this one is who's gone wrong, through an right? extensive program of education about his profession? Is he shitting on Prager? It's the same with... I, uh, look, look. As a matter of fact, this, this whole video has nothing to do with guns. It's about you need to read. And you yeah. need to read these specific books I'm going to tell you to read. That's what oh, this is, is about. Is it his books? Does it happen to be his books? Uh, two of them do. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> because as we learned in the right-wing grift machine, the solution is always somehow give me money. It's always the solution. Same with those who mean to inform their neighbors about what is going on in America today. It's fine to try and get a person to see a video, but even better if they try and get them to read about a subject. Reading allows people to gain the full knowledge about what is really going on in America today. Okay, so why is he doing a fucking video about <laughs> it? <laughs> right! That was gonna be something I said! 
Art, do you realize what you're doing? He probably do you know what d- medium you're working he in right now? He is very old. He might actually not know where he is at this moment. He thinks he's dictating to a secretary. And like. he thinks that the U.S. is full of Marxists. So I don't know what I can say about his mental state. But well he's done. believed that for decades. So mm-hmm. who knows? It's neither here nor there. This Our is the John fathers guy, right? during the time of the... This is what? This is a, one of the John Birch guys. Yes, this is the ex-CEO yeah, yeah. of the John Birch yeah, Society. Yeah, yeah. Rebellion, red. Things back then were simpler. They weren't distracted by technology. They sat down and read the information at hand. Reading gives the person time to think. Okay, there is an image on the screen now that just says, reading equals thinking. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess There's I can't no argue pause with that. button except in one's own head. Sorry. The benefit of reading <laughs> is that you can take time to absorb what you've read. Perhaps <laughs> There's no I pause fucking button. love this man. I fucking love this man so much. Wow, Jesus Christ. Even reread it and then continue on. There is a place for reading and a place for video. For instance, I know that you are looking at a video now. And okay. we're always okay. at... So he does know where he, he is. Does, very he does least. break the fourth wall. Yeah. Okay. Asking you to like, share, and subscribe to our social media platforms. We just got an 80-something-year-old man doing his version of smash that subscribe Smash that button. like button. <laughs> that really does help the algorithm. Yeah, okay. This is to get the word out. The John Birch Society puts out a lot of videos, along with our affiliates, reaching about 4 million people every month. And that's so I don't believe that number in the slightest. No. Unless he is so heavily hinging on the and our associates thing, because the video I am currently looking at has less than 1,500 views. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they do pump out a shitload of content. Also, it, is, it, depends, it depends what you mean by reach, I guess. It is possible. He said 4 million people. It's possible he meant 4 million views, but that would be every video of theirs Plus, every video, they have this, like, pseudo-educational bullshit thing they have. They also have another organization that masquerades as a news organization, but it's the same people from the John Birch Society. And then there are a bunch of groups who align with the John Birch Society. If you include all of them together, maybe you get to 4 million views total in a month. Mm. But definitely not 4 million people. I know that. That's fine. But the real depth of knowledge comes only through reading. Where do you think the people who do our videos get their information and education? Oh, through- Jesus. Scrawled on a bathroom wall? I'm 90% yep. sure that's where most of it comes from. All right. We're going to skip ahead to because yep. he literally just keeps talking about reading for the next five minutes. Amazing. Reading. It's how you learn. And so, you read so it. Far, the and then you can read it again. This, th- this man is telling us what a wheel is. <laughs> And then also that reading is good for knowledge base. Yep, cool. Yep. Awesome. Thank so, you. So uh, he's going to tell us some of the books that people should read. Okay, let's go. Much. Some say we will see a civil war in this country again. Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, we're already in the midst of a civil war. Okay. A war for the minds and hearts of the American people. That is not what a we civil war We must arm is. ourselves as much as with possible knowledge. with knowledge and yep. then apply that knowledge to growing our ranks. There are eight books that I would recommend which are not necessarily current events, but which lay the foundation of a fairly good understanding of history and Americanism. They are The Law by Frederick Bastiat, The Foundation of Legitimate Government. 
This motherfucker has never read him any fucking Bastiat. The Federalist Papers by Madison, (laughs) Hamilton, and Jay. A compilation of letters that these three gentlemen wrote to convince people to support the Constitution. Yep. Economics in One Lesson by Henry Hazlitt. Economics is not complicated, and Hazlitt demonstrates it. Maybe your understanding of it is not. Yeah, you want to guess which school of economics Hazlitt is part of? The, the, the Australian The Australian one that doesn't school. believe in economics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 1984. Yeah, you said Australian. Usually it's no, me that fucks that up. I, I know I was messing about. <laughs> I, was, I know it's Austrian. George Orwell, an insightful novel of what Sorry. we face today. 1984. 1984, of course. Fuck's of sake. course. Melodramatic fucks. Proofs of a- it just It just blows my mind. He wasn't writing that for you. He no. fucking hated you. Yeah. He thinks you're as bad because you are in many ways. Orwell was a socialist. Yeah. Conspiracy by John Robeson, outlining the problem with the Illuminati, the granddaddy of all communism today. Okay. Proof of conspiracy is that book. It's from. Took a little time. It's from the 17. Oh, I've told you before that the John Birch Society believes in the Illuminati. Oh yeah, you have. Yeah. But I just I forget sometimes. (laughs) To the victor go the myths and monuments by myself which shows the history of the first 100 years of America you didn't By learn myself. in school. Oh, I want to read. Maybe we should do one I of his books. I want that book. I want that yeah. book. Maybe we should do one of his Problem books. is so many of these are only sold by like the John Birch Society by them, yeah. internet web store thing. I'm sure <laughs> I can find that Their one somewhere. Their own internal portal. Like, you can't get it yeah, anywhere. Yeah. In the shadows of the deep state, by myself, you need to understand the history and goals it's better than of one by, of the chief uh, organizations of the New World Order, the Council on Foreign Relations. Oh, ah, you said the Council on Foreign Relations! <laughs> and finally, the Blue Book of the John Birch Society by Robert yep. Welch. This is the founding... Which I do, in fact, own. So, of course, right. i got to have one thing on his list. I think yeah. I might own a copy of the Federalist Papers. We should just that should just be our fucking I have the Federalist Papers somewhere. That's not interesting. <laughs> it's just no. not. Oh no, I have highlights from the Federalist Papers yeah. in my constitution. Yeah, some shitty professors yeah, yeah. in law school will make you read some of them and then it doesn't matter. Because yeah. it never mattered throughout the course of American history and law until like the 1980s when regressives tried to figure out a way to reverse all the progress we had made. Mm-hmm. And then they went, look, Federalist paper. Ah. All right, that brings us down to four videos, Benedict. Which one do you do? Uh, number two. Number dose. And that, ah, I don't believe we have ever had a Steven Crowder piece on this show. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think we ever had, uh, but uh, he sort of... Can we keep it that way? <laughs> Well, this is a, a bit from Stephen Crowder's show, I believe on the day of the raid. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, it's eight minutes long. We're not going to play all of it. But Hell yeah. Um, I just thought, you know, this guy, for some reason, people this give the a fuck about. This guy that said, tomorrow means war. Yeah, right? and then yeah. the war was a 15% off t-shirt discount code. Sure. So uh, let's see what he had to say. I'm sure he's level-headed with the mm. multiple guns I can see in the shot uh, that yep. he's wearing and has on the desk. Yep. We get to do this with you. We get to experience it Sit with you. This is one of those days that you are going to remember for the rest of your life. This is one of those days. Probably not. 
Like, no. even for people who are so into Trump, they will probably forget this. Because it's just another in a long Maybe. line of indignities that that man has brought him upon himself. Is ...that you're going to be telling your children about, your grandchildren about. This is a line that has been crossed, a bell that has been rung that can't be unrung. And I, I agree. When you take top secret documents from yeah. your position as president of the United States and illegally keep them, that is a line that has been crossed. Are there any bells you can unring? Because oh, it made it, the way he said that made it sound like there are bells that you can unring. I don't think there are. I think there's one. It's in Poughkeepsie and uh, okay. it's got a special hammer. Okay. And let me just tell you this before we move on today. We're going to get into what we know. There's a lot of misinformation out there. Oh, mm. and boy, is he going to help spread more. <laughs> boy, am I going to add to it. <laughs> Both sides, largely from the left and mainstream media. <laughs> I love how he went. Both sides, largely from the left. No, both sides. Nah, not me there. For, uh, you know, here's the thing. My recollection of that day is basically all, everything we were hearing was coming from mm. the right. I heard yeah. very little from the left or even mainstream media beyond just like undisputed facts. A raid happened and it was because of documents. Like, I, I don't remember hearing anything that he can even claim as misinformation. No. Uh, we'll get into what the FBI is doing, what the FBI is not doing. But before any of that, <clears throat> last night I thought about uh, you know, doing a video on Instagram, something while this was happening, or going to a live stream in that moment, because we've done that in the past. Mm. I, I was conflicted. And let me explain to you what I mean. Um, you're mad? I'm mad? You're pissed? Rightfully so? But you don't want to make decisions at that point. You want to make decisions that are measured and appropriate. And you don't want to interrupt your en enemy while they're making a mistake. So that <laughs> uh, didn't we get that exact quote from was it was it Mark? Uh, was it Mark? Did Mark put that in or no? Oh, God, I'm, I'm starting to remember. Uh, oh, fuck. I remember where I heard it. Uh, do you remember the guy that was murdered by Neely Petrie Blanchard? The sovereign right. citizen in Florida. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was his last tweet. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Crowder's boring. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of boring. <laughs> and he's just slow rolling yeah. fake outrage. Yeah. He's yeah. not even doing a very good pretended outrage. No, like get 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 on Mark's level. Yeah, man. Stevie. You gotta you gotta yell more. That's what it's all about. Yeah. He's just he's just got a gun on his desk sure. and he's wearing shoulder holsters he's he always wears the what? Shoulder i know holsters. i know i'm aware because i've seen him what a piece of yeah. shit all right three videos left benedict isn't he canadian i don't know crowder you know what this is what i'm gonna say crowder sounds like a canadian name to me <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> or like a wisconsin name at the maybe very least. Like, maybe that, yeah. yeah what do you have one two three give me three on number three number three i believe we have at least discussed uh, okay. the, the person or the video? The person. The employee okay. of uh, Glenn Beck's The Blaze, Elijah mm -hmm. Schaefer, okay, uh, yeah, who yeah. has had uh, neo-Nazis on his show multiple times cool. to give them a platform, yep. most notably Nick Fuentes, Holocaust mm -hmm. denier, undisputed neo-Nazi, uh, except by himself because he thinks we don't notice it, but mm. dude, you're a fucking Nazi. Um, and uh, he has some racism going on his show. This was one of the few non-raid-related clips awesome. I was able to find. That's okay. Uh, from August 3rd, 2022nd. And he has two other fellows on the program with him. 
you don't hire a white guy to yeah. to fix your roof. <laughs> of course, no, of course you're gonna get ripped off from the white yeah. guy. Go to Home Depot. You can get that Home done Depot, for a thousand get five bucks. Ones, get five so of course we're starting off with the old casual uh, racism. Casual racism yep. about uh, you know Hispanic immigrants and manual labor. Good stuff. Oh. Good stuff. And one of these individuals, I believe his name is Jorge Ventura. So providing that nice beard for them, yep. pretending this isn't racist. Good stuff. If five Jose's a little 24-pack of Corona, put some Corridos, that shit will be done in two hours. You'll have the whole house done. One of the Gatorade things. If you hire a white person, I'm sorry. If you hire a white person to fix anything in your house, you deserve to get ripped off. Gringos, No, right? you know what? The only problem with the Mexicans is you can't get shit fixed because you try to communicate to them, and they're always like, huh? Oh, yeah, Shut huh? the hell like, up. That's Elijah Schaefer, the That host, sucks. Who is... Uh, and, you know, I... I've watched this this whole clip, and I think from the things he says and his tone and everything, I think he's being serious. Mm, maybe. I don't think he realizes there is joking going on. I don't know if I need to listen to this one. I don't know if we need to give this more airtime. Yeah, it turns into some anti-Semitism later on. Gre so, uh, sure, let's platform that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it turns into some talking about, you know, Jewish bankers mm. and uh, Jewish media companies right. and that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, Elijah Shaver sucks. Mm. Um, we might have to do some more on him in the future. Yep. We got... <laughs> what did we get? 30 seconds Not into that yeah. clip. <laughs> we got three seconds into him talking, and then I, was, yeah. uh, then I had to yeah. tap out. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it just gets bad. Next, two clips left. One or two. What do you have? Uh, give me two. Number two, Benedict. This is from Infowars.com. Uh, it's not Alex Jones, because Jones is apparently on vacation in Nebraska after being hit with uh, punitive damages. In, oh, uh, Is that all uh, they can uh, afford now? <laughs> no, he still has plenty of money, no, I'm unfortunately. It was a, it was but this a, is a fill-in of his named Owen Schroyer, uh, who was also a co-defendant uh, in the case, and I believe in one of the other cases, and who is, Jesus, just not talented at this. I don't know why they keep trying to make him happen. Uh, but this is him on the day of... The 11th, so yesterday, nice. as we record, August 11th, um, responding to the raid. Okay. At the FBI office in Cincinnati. Or oh, I'm sorry, responding to the guy who went to Cincinnati. Mm. Yeah. Then what happens today? Story developing right now. At the FBI office in Cincinnati, someone... Apparently fired shots and tried to break into the bureau. Is he going to call it a false so, flag? Oh, what do you know? Christopher Ray doesn't want to talk about the raid, but he does say, I'm worried about threats to the FBI is what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the FBI. Where the That's setting up a false flag yeah, narrative, yeah. obviously, right? They're more cautious these days. Yeah, you uh, would be, wouldn't you, after getting hit? With but they fucking... still call everything a fucking false flag. Yeah. They just don't name names. Mm. They don't do the actors thing anymore because that's, that's what got them in trouble with Sandy Hook. But everything is still obviously a false flag. Mm. Every mass casualty event, unless it's committed by somebody of color, uh, is a is a false flag at Infowars. We're the heroes here and the victims. And then 12 hours later, someone in goes and tries to shoot up the Cincinnati FBI building. Now, I don't... It's, initial reports is nobody's been shot. I don't think anybody's been, been killed or anything like that. But, oh, it's the FBI. They can spy on us. They can lie to us. They can set us up. They can frame us. They They've been doing that for a while. A former president's home. Yeah, but he wasn't mad whenever it happened to any of those leftists for real in the past. He's exactly. only mad when it fake happens to the right in the now. Exactly. Home in a political persecution attack, but they're the victims. And then the next day, oh, look, we got a shooter at the FBI in Cincinnati. 
Now see, this is a very delicate balancing act that we're in right now. I agree it is because you are trying to not say the words false flag, mm -hmm. even though you so desperately want to say yeah, the words yeah. false flag. Because really the standard, I think, in human history has actually changed. We are in some ways, or we like to believe at least, that we as humanity are more civilized now than we've ever been before. Mm. Is this not just the weirdest rambly stream of conscience? Yeah, give me Alex Jones over this any day, honestly. Well, let's get through it. Let's get through it. And, and I think you could make arguments either way. But as far as being domesticated and, and, and really having certain primal survival instincts just beaten out of us and, and chemically castrated out of us, we're more civilized chemically or rather domesticated in that Jesus. regard. So why... This is such a dumb person's idea of smart talk. Mm -hmm. This is such that. It's incredible. Why am I saying this? Well, you don't have to go back too long in human history where if you had a free people or a republic like you have here in America and you just had an abusive, authoritarian, tyrannical regime that was persecuting people, imprisoning people, destroying their lives, killing people... I mean, you'd probably already be seeing violence consistently and, and groups forming and skirmishes and, and a lot of bloodshed in the streets. And we're not getting that. Yeah. yeah. If those things were going on for real, yeah. then maybe you would see yeah. some of that. Maybe that's a sign for you, Owen. Maybe that should give you some sort of idea about why that's not happening. And I'm glad because we don't support that because I do, I do want to think that we're more civilized. I do want to think that we... By the way, fun fact, on January 6th, Owen Schroyer was hosting the show for Alex Jones, who was at Alex the Jones Capitol. was at the Capitol, yeah. And, and Owen Schroyer joyously proclaimed, the Capitol has fallen, yep. patriots have taken the Capitol building. Right. Good stuff. Yeah, this guy. Not in favor of that stuff, no. though. That we've advanced as a species... Not that being domesticated is an advancement or revolution, but that transcending the need or the urge to engage in violence to accomplish a means to an end. Okay. I love that part so much because he was rambling, had no idea he, where he was, yep. recognized that he had just said, almost involuntarily, the words, the means, Remembered that that is usually followed by and the ends, and there's an inserted, even though it made no fucking sense. <laughs> the means sense. and the ends of violence in society. <laughs> this is so beautiful. But so, is the FBI a terrorist organization? Is the FBI an anti American organization? Is the FBI a criminal operation? Yes, yes, and yes. Abso-frickin-lutely. Okay. Now, does that mean the average FBI agent needs to be under gunfire from civilians? Absolutely not. Because they would get in trouble if he said yes. That's the only reason why. <laughs> and also because it would mean people go to jail, and that's fewer people to buy Alex Jones's fake dick pills. That's why he's not in favor of violence. Yeah. So that's the end of that clip, Bennett. We have one remaining. Uh, give me a number one to one. Uh, four. <laughs> One. Benedict, our final video today. 
It's from an old friend, Charlie Kirk. Hell yeah. Old boy Charlie Kirk. And he's talking, this is again in the aftermath of the, the uh, search warrant. This is from uh, August 11th. So yesterday, again, as we record today. And uh, let's see what Chucky has to say. With his scrunched up little fucking face. Now, the left always said, defund the police. No, we need to defund the police state. Mm. Oh, shit! Mm. Ooh, ooh, Charlie ooh, got ooh. bars. Maury, Maury, Maury. <laughs> defund the administrative state. Look, many Republicans, when they get into office in January... Hope- get a less fucking echoey room, Chuck. Yeah. Jesus, what is going on there? You have millions of dollars fed to you by billionaire overlords. You could get anything you want. Buy Glenn Beck's microphone, his literal microphone, the one he uses. Take that from him. Hopefully we win, and hopefully we're able to do some oversight. But many of them are not going to actually go fight the IRS. They might do some oversight, (laughs) but honestly, they just don't want to get audited. Yeah. Also, I have not spent much time actually listening to Chucky talk. He's a bit of a mushmouth. He is a bit. Yeah, he's I didn't a bit realize that. Nerfed, yeah. Yeah. I've heard. Like, I think when we've done clips of him in the past, it's been at like CPAC and stuff. Yeah. Well, you have to have a different. You have to project your voice a bit more. Even right. And mic, he's got yeah. one of the. You know, he's got a really sensitive microphone. He's doing yeah, a radio yeah. show like us. He doesn't have a pop filter, and he's yeah. He's got kind of a mushmouth going mm. on. Remember, Harry Truman famously said that the FBI very well could become the Gestapo or the secret police. This is Harry Truman, who was president in the late 1940s up until 1952. Mm -hmm. He said the FBI... Okay, before he started talking about Truman, did you hear him clicking on his keyboard? Did he have to look up when Truman... I am 90% sure he pulled up a Wikipedia page for Harry Truman. Mm -hmm. I'm 90% sure. He wouldn't fucking know the dates Harry Truman (laughs) was in office. No fucking way. No. I can see his computer sitting in front of him. FBI is trending in that direction. What would he say now? Adam Mill for American Greatness, amgreatness.com, asked the question, how do we get rid of the FBI? Short of abolishing the Bureau, our elected leaders must exercise their power to reimpose constitutional supremacy over the out-of-control agency. It's a great piece. You guys can read it at amgreatness.com. Oh, American Greatness is one hell of a shithole blog. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Increasing transparency end or limit the stings and setups. Do not let the FBI and Justice Department investigate their own. End self-funding through forfeitures. These are all very important things. See, those are things that people on the left agree with. Get, getting rid of forfeiture. Yeah, but not it's letting dumb them investigate they, they themselves. Don't, they don't really believe this. They just don't they want don't the really FBI to do it. That is they the want, thing. They want local police departments to be. Able Why to do did it. they never say any of this before Donald Trump yeah, got exactly. raided? Why did they never bring up exactly. any of these? Because it's stupid, like the the Brianna Joy Gray agreeing with Marjorie Taylor Greene that mm-hmm. caused a storm. It's just stupid and bad faith. Like yeah. It is. It is. It's how a lot of fucking, you know, tankies get pulled into this right wing yeah. shit is they don't realize that this is not this is a facade. Yeah. It's aesthetics hiding for the real hiding the real substance yeah, yeah. of what they're after. That we could do. But I'm just going to level with you guys the likelihood of the uniparty, the likelihood of the Republican Party defunding the IRS this January is very low. And then getting Joe Biden to agree to it, by the way or whomever is president in January to agree to it's it. It's zero. 
You see, Sorry, Republicans. Whoever were is too president busy. in January. Oh shit! I didn't catch that the first time I watched this yeah. video. I think he's implying wow. that Biden's gonna die, but like. I think he might be, but it also could be a QAnon show. Yeah, maybe. I know Chucky's pretended he won't, you know, openly try and get the QAnon people, but. He maybe went, it's he uh, maybe it's uh, we're going to win the House and Senate in such a landslide that we're going to impeach uh, maybe Joe do an Biden. Impeachment thing. Yeah. yeah, it's another possibility. It's another possibility. Is he passing tax cuts for Goldman Sachs and for Google? Then, t- which Chucky is in favor of, by yeah. the way, <laughs> to go and fund the IRS. You might say, Charlie, that's a pretty hopeless message. No, it's not. Just be ready for the audits. It's going to be another thing you're going to have to deal with. If you run a business, you'll probably be audited. If you run a nonprofit, you'll be audited, and they will. Imagine, imagine thinking 87,000 new IRS agents in a nation of 350 some. Many million. of which, by the way, are replacing retiring IRS replacing agents. Replacing retiring ones. Many of them are taking up clerical duties yeah. to deal with backlogs. Digitizing. With, a lot of them are dealing with processing actual uh, returns. Trying to help uh, people get refunds quicker. Imagine thinking. And again, of course, there it is written into law that there is a focus on high income earners uh, and you know tax cheats at that level. Imagine thinking that that means if you own a business, and I think he's only specific to, I think he's only speaking to if you're a conservative who owns yeah, a business, yeah. you will be audited. Wow. Sure. Wow. And they will have the deluge, the football stadium of IRS agents will be coming, knocking to a door That's near really you. That's really not very many. And I believe that. When you think about how many football stadiums there are in this country, <laughs> like I, that one football stadium worth of, of IRS agents. We do love our football stadiums in we, this country. We, we, love really our, we love our men and women in football stadiums. Yeah, of course we do. Raid is a microcosm, is a... Hey, if the IRS, agent, if the IRS agents don't kneel, will they be okay with it? The, the, IR, the IRA you visiting you is very <laughs> if different. the IRA is... No, I'm going to get bombed if yeah, I do an Irish no, accent. Th- th- well, that, was <laughs> a, that was a Scottish accent. So. <laughs> a metaphor... For the attitude that the Washington, D.C. administrative state will now have. They better be careful, though. The people are not going to put up with this. Honestly, what states need to do, they want to, they should, states should say, like the, like Arizona should say, the IRS is not welcome in Arizona. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> also, they don't get to say that. Maybe, Chucky, maybe if you hadn't dropped out of college. Maybe you might be aware that a state can't just tell, tell a, an American citizen, do, an American yeah. citizen, you can't enter this state. That is not a thing a state can do. And B, a federal agent that they can't conduct an investigation mm-hmm. in that state. That is not something that they can do. I have seen that sentiment echoed all over, like by, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene did it. I yeah. think I saw somebody tweeting about Florida should just kick out all the IRS or kick out all the FBI and not allow them in. Just have the sheriff go arrest them all. Like, that's not how that works. That's yeah. not how any of that works. That's just the dumbest thing imaginable. But that is our last clip, Benedict. Amazing. That was a pretty good batch, if I do say yeah. so myself. Yeah, you found some good ones. It's not a bad batch. Every now and then. Every now and then I mind. I, I managed to find a couple of bangers. You know? A couple of new ones. Just yeah. like the Carter 3. All my clips are bangers. <laughs> uh, every track. But anyways, <laughs> thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, if you just can't get enough of us, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash NYGBC and become a patron for as little as $1 an episode for patron-only episodes, shout-outs on the show, early releases of our episodes, and more. As always, we have to give a shout-out to our wonderful and amazing patrons. 
Polly Hauptman, Melissa C., J.D., George Saulnier, Tinker's Dam, Janet Yutter, Stefan, Shannon Hellman, Utah Outcast, Brent Lee, Dave Barwick, Dodd Snow, Chris Palmer, Bad Bible Stitches, Mockingbird Nation, Pacaw! Benjamin Carlisle, Dexter, Allison, Megan Ruth, Glowrung the Deceiver, Big Easy Blasphemy, Stephen and Cindy Dimmick, A.J. Brantley, Taru Takanen, and Balls Watterson. Thank you all, as always, for being our patrons. That's it for this week's show. Till next time, Luda! Goodbye. Goodbye. Podcast is a production of Kevin and Benedict Productions. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Music for this podcast is by Silverman Sound Studios. Find out more at silvermansound.com.